Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. A place of just celebrating the gifts and lessons and insights that life itself so generously um, allows, like gifts every day, and to celebrate the ones that is probably like so many that I miss. <laughs> the ones that I get um, and just help me like be a little bit more in tune, sensitive, attentive um, and grateful for. And the stories and the quotes and I share with an intention that may it resonate or find some value equally just um, yeah some reconnection to the place beyond space and time. Um, had quite a few interesting little ones over the last few days. So the yes and principle in improv is the idea that whenever you partnered in a group or just with like one person, other person, whatever anybody else says, you yes and it. So it's not coming up with an abrupt contrast and contradiction and saying, no, it's not true. Whatever that person says is true and you play with that going forward. And I know we had it once before where someone in the group was asking, but what happens if something's really like, doesn't feel even if you're playing it as a character it's just it feels so not in line with what is possible for you so I just it was beautiful lines and my improv teacher wrote a book that is part of my like morning ritual reading and there was a line that I thought so beautifully clarified this that because she also had some discussion with a group that she was facilitating where they also were having issue around this yes and and she said, yes, and doesn't mean that everything the character says is true. It just means that everything they say is true for them. Wow, wow, wow. So this took me back to also, I think, Chris Voss, Krista Voss. The guy who was the hostage negotiator who now does a lot of business and sales training. And just there, especially, like, wow, because um, don't split the difference, his book, with so many examples of cases where they facilitated and got involved. And it's like, you cannot, there is no way. If you want to get a, win a hostage, um, like a hostage taker over, there is no way you're doing it by coming up with a stock, like abrupt, you're, what you're doing is wrong. Like there's no way what you see as your motivation is completely BS. It's just insane because it's like such an intense example of this yes and that it may not be true but it's very much true for that hostage taker and to stand any chance of any way forward with getting people released and the most like peaceful outcome for everybody is about that hostage taker feeling that their point of view is legitimized for them wow and it kind of came a bit also full circle with the four agreements with not taking anything personally because then um I'm, there's a be amazing, amazing salsa group that is really just salsa being taught for the love of salsa. That as far as I understand was somebody who went to South America for whatever reason and work, whatever was there, a number of months or maybe longer, learned salsa, loved it so much, came back to Israel and nobody that he knew knew how to dance. So he started teaching family and friends because it's very much as a kind of in community. It's like with people kind of dance. So and dancing so and then it just grew to where there's a number of places in all cities where people literally are teaching free for free 
for the love of salsa. So normally we have, um, there's two in this uh, like area that I stay and the one does start a little bit later, but there was recently like a poll asking if people would like quarter to nine, nine, quarter past nine, and the majority came in at quarter to nine. And then I see this message about this week, it's starting at 9.30. So I just posted a message on the group, like with a screenshot of the poll and just asking if I was reading it, like, is that right? Because the poll even wanted a much earlier time, and this is later than the earliest, than the, you know, the majority and the latest that was posted. And what's so interesting how things can be misconstrued, because then I got a private message from one of the people more involved in the group, just saying that she knows me and she knows I didn't mean it like that, but someone who doesn't know me, that could have been read as like a demand. And so I did write a little apology and a little note just clarifying it wasn't meant as a demand. I really like love and appreciate everything that they do. Um, but then she sent me a message saying, thank you for taking my feedback in such good spirits. Which then just reminded me again of this whole, like, don't take anything personally and yes and. Because even if there's an insult or even if there's something that's pushing on, like creating a reaction or feeling like someone shouldn't have said that, it doesn't mean that it's true. But it does mean that it's true for the individual saying it. Yo, yo, yo. So, yeah. Wow. And then a little bit of this yes and, <laughs> it's a bit of a different thing, but it's also how sometimes even when you get something wrong, each of us can be convinced of our wrongness <laughs> until it's actually like right in front of us. This has happened to me. So I was meeting a friend at a coffee shop and they asked me to send them the name of the coffee shop. And at first I sent them the link to like the pin, the location pin, which wasn't working. And then they asked me for the name. So I sent it like three times that I wrote it. And then they, I wrote it with a street address. And it's called Casa La Vie. C-A-S-A. And then La Vie, L-A-V-I. Now, somehow when I was typing, the Casa landed up being small. And the La Vie landed up being in caps. Now, my friend's brain autocorrected Casa as cafe. Because <laughs> we're meeting at a coffee shop. So automatically there was like this autocorrect <laughs> that it would be like some sort of cafe somewhere featuring in the name, even unconsciously. So when we finally meet and they said to me, wow, you know, why didn't you just send me the name straight away? You know, you send me all the messages you sent, you spelt it cafe. And I was like, wow, did I? I was quite sure that I spent Casselevi. And we actually went back to look at the messages and all oh, my friend was, was absolutely convinced that um, I'd sent cafe and they couldn't find it. And we look up the messages and there, clear as day, is Casa all three times. And my friend was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I think it's just actually because the Casa was small and the La Vie was big. Like my brain literally read it as cafe. And this has happened to me too. Where literally my brain has autocorrected a message to something that somehow it thinks somebody wrote, even though it's not physically what's on the page. So, yeah, wow. So also in those situations, it's not about what's true. Like, yeah, in the time that my friend was convinced that they'd seen cafe, it didn't matter that it wasn't true. Like their memory of it was adamant and the experience of it was that that is what they had seen. And like I said, legitimately it's happened for me as well. Um, so just, yeah, infinite amounts of compassion <laughs> and patience and humor. Ay, ay, ay. As we journey this life journey together. 
but that is and I just huge amounts of compassion just from my side I'm just so grateful that that has happened to me because it is the craziest craziest thing when I've read something it is it's literally like our brains have I don't know all maybe mine has this autocorrect just like how sometimes I've sent a message without checking it and the you know whatsapp's up like autocorrect has like done something weird and wonderful I don't you know it's not it's just the phones yeah that, that kind of like when it guesses what you're saying um oh my lord 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 so and a last little share on little nudges and trusting the little nudges and also the theme of I love the theme for me of just relaxing more because there's always like so much to do and it feels like so much to remember that um, if I don't, that just to trust that if I relax and I breathe and I'm as living as presently as possible, things will be, I'll be reminded. So yesterday I went out with a very full day planned and one of the things was I've got glasses and sunglasses and to pop in to get them tightened because they've been like, as I lean forward, they're kind of really falling off my face. And I actually forgot my sunglasses. But as I was walking out the door, I remembered. So it was, I was right there. I was literally still at home so I could go get them. And I was like, oh, just a reminder. It's okay if I forget because I'll be reminded. And then equal to that, I was like, and even if I hadn't been, there would have been some reason that I wasn't, that maybe I was supposed to like travel back to the optometrist, like the glasses place twice or yeah that everything actually is perfect so if I'm if part of remembering is meant to be it will even if I don't and if it doesn't happen it's also exactly as it's meant to be so yeah it was kind of like a celebration on both sides so precious heart here is to yeah trusting the nudges and living presently that we can actually hear those little whispers ah and to realize that yes, not that everything everybody says is true, but that it's true for them. And that's a principle beyond improv. But really in life itself, just to be sensitive to that. Yeah, and find ways just to acknowledge in a way that builds rapport, so then it's possible to actually look at what is the real situation. Wow, wow. Happy adventuring, precious soul, until we meet again. Mwah.